Hello, and welcome to Look It, an audio trip down memory lane. Toys, trends, and turntables from the days of then. Tonight's episode is titled, Bugs Bunny Big Sound Portable Record Player Phonograph. Welcome to the Look It Podcast, where all your dreams come this is the show that takes you back, shows you around, and reminds you of the good old days. Now here's your host, Zerbinger. 1976. Our living room. I'm sitting on our dark brown, back-springed couch listening to my mom's Elvis album titled Girls, Girls, Girls. I'm six years old at this time, and I'm belting out these lyrics. And I'll recite these lyrics because it's way too late at night to be screaming in my apartment. And when I pick up a sandwich to munch a crunchy crunchity, a crunchity crunch, I never get to finish my lunch because there's always bound to be a bunch of girls in tight sweaters, girls in short dresses, a walkin' and wigglin' by yay, 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 girls out boatin', girls out just a floatin', so pretty, Lord, I cry. But it was different than that. It was more poetic. Plus, you have to add the fact that I had a six-year-old voice. So, according to my mother, it was freaking hilarious. I'm positive that this was the instant that my mom and dad thought it would be in my best interest that they should buy me my own record player. And since I love belting the tunes, they were going to buy me a record player with what is now called karaoke. But then it was called a sing-along microphone. And what better way than at Christmas? So like I've said before, I'm a master ninja when it comes to traversing down the stairs late night on Christmas Eve. So let's just get to the first time that I saw the Bugs Bunny Big Sound Portable Record Player phonograph. Once I survived the traps and the trips on the stairs, and I saw the green rectangular box sitting there under the tree, I just figured it was a box to hold my action figures or something like that. And this big green rectangular box had an embosed character of Bugs Bunny on the front of it holding a carrot that he was singing into. And I never thought anything more of it. It was resting against the tree closed, and I had no clue that it was a record player until I actually came down on Christmas Day. So Christmas morning, 1976, I freaked. My own record player. And what was sitting next to it truly freaked me out. A cardboard carrying box of Sesame Street's, quote-unquote, my first Sesame Street record collection. This was a record set with Rubber Ducky, C is for Cookie, and People in Your Neighborhood, of which I was a huge fan of. I would scream these songs during bath, during dinner, even during service on Sundays. That's when the parishioners really gave me their attention, and my parents, too. They would love it when I would belt out C is for Cookie during Sunday service. This record player had a lid on it that you could close while you were playing 45s. Not many record players could do that. And it was portable too, running off of four D-sized batteries, and it played 33 and a halfs and 45s. It came with a carrot-shaped microphone which allowed you to sing along with the records. Now since I had the microphone, and I also had my best friend of six years, my teddy bear, I decided to start my own radio station, which I would make cassettes of, and I would pay an extreme amount of money if I could find just one of those cassette tapes today. The name of the station was WTDY, Teddy and Kevin Radio. And whatever I heard the great Casey Kasem or Wolfman Jack do on the radio, I tried to emulate it completely. 
I would play Rubber Ducky, and then I would talk to the Teddy about weather, and then I'd play a McDonald's commercial I recorded from the television earlier, of which I still wish I had those tapes as well. After this message, we'll be Ray back. Oh, there you have it, Ray. Even a mere youngster can play it. Jimmy, you can hardly miss getting those seven-inch records onto the big sender spindle correctly. And what's there to do after that? Nothing but press one button once and enjoy up to 50 minutes of music. And what music, Jimmy? Such rich tones. And there's the second great feature of the RCA Victor 45. Quality. The third is its low cost. 45 automatic players begin at $12.95. And 45 records as low as 46 cents. Those 15 dance albums you mentioned, Ray, cost $12.45 less when purchased on 45. And that's only 50 cents short of the price of a completely automatic 45 attachment. With record savings like this, it's no wonder all America is swinging to 45. Best swing I've ever seen, Jimmy. None better, Ray. Friends, join the swing to 45 when you buy your next record. And now, back to look it. And in speaking of McDonald's earlier, I was a huge fan growing up. I thought if I played enough McDonald's commercials on my radio show that I was recording onto other cassettes, my dad would stop off on the way home and buy us McDonald's for dinner. I figured the more I commercialized them, the more chances I had of eating it. Sometimes it worked, other times it ended up us going to Holly Farms chicken restaurants for dinner instead. But I was sure I had the power. Sort of like a voodoo thing. So my Bugs Bunny Big Sound Portable Record Player phonograph had a tone arm that would automatically set and reset itself when it finished playing the record, which was pretty good for 1976, even for a children's record player. My dad would pick up extra needles from Sears once in a blue moon, but otherwise the record player lasted for a very long time. I think once we ended up having the Techniques player in our living room by 1981, I stopped using the Bugs Bunny player, and of course, until I started up podcasting, my radio career just faded. I was growing up, and we gave the Bugs Bunny Big Sound Portable Record Player phonograph to the Salvation Army for another family to enjoy. The last album I remember playing on my Bugs Bunny record player would have been Johnny Mathis' Merry Christmas. I think I was around the age of 11 or 12. I was sad to let this go because it was connected to me and my buddy Teddy, who would sit for hours recording the WTDY radio show. Teddy now sits in a box at my sister's house in storage, and when I go over to my sister's to visit or rummage through some of the boxes in the basement for something, I always stop to visit Teddy and I ask him how's the weather or run through a little verse of Robert Ducky just for old time's sake. The Bugs Bunny Big Sound Portable Record Player phonograph is very hard to find nowadays. You have to look on eBay or you have to check Craigslist. Maybe once in a blue you might find it. And if you do find it cheap, just let me know because I wouldn't mind taking Teddy out and recording one more hour of the good old WTDY Teddy and Kevin radio show. I want to thank you for listening to this episode of Look It. Join me next time when we access another memory from the days of then. So until then. All of Zerbinator's music and podcasts are under the Creative Commons license, which allows retelling and rebroadcasting as long as the author is notified and credited. For more great escape pods, please visit www.zerbinator.wordpress.com. If you would like to contact Zerbinatorland, you can send an email to instrumentally at gmail.com or give us a call at 571-408-ZERB or 9372.